everyone. Good morning, evening or night, and welcome back to your favorite language podcast, The Daily Language. Today's expert is Salomon Carmona from UPAEP Language Networks, and he will be our guest for a few minutes. I hope you enjoy and learn a lot from this episode. Hi everyone, I'm Solomon Cormona and today's topic will be the English language in Africa. And I really, really hope that by the end of this episode, you'll understand and get to know the impact and influence that the English language has in other cultures of the world, as for today, in Africa. Africa is a richly diverse continent that is made up of 54 different nation states. It is one of the most multilingual regions in the world with speakers of more than 1,300 languages. Each nation presents its own unique sociolinguistic environment, and given our topic, it's important that we know that the position of the English language in the different African nation-states nation is complex and varies considerably. In Africa, obviously most people speak an African language, but there is a minority of educated people that are able to speak and use English, or more possible, a pidgin form of English. This minority is likely to speak at least three languages, a European lingua franca, English or French, an African lingua franca, and the local African language. Please remember that a lingua franca is a language adopted as common between speakers with different native languages, with the purpose of, of fulfilling the need to communicate. As we cannot talk about all the Englishes of Africa, we will focus on the Englishes of Nigeria and South Africa. Nigeria is one of the six West African states that have English as an official language. This is because it used to be a British colony, and after its independence, the language stayed. When the British came, they set up schools in the north with English teachers that taught standard English. But in the south, the teachers were mainly missionaries, that were concerned about the teaching of the gospel rather than standard English. There are four main types of English in Nigeria. The first variety is the most far from English and the fourth is the British English. The third variety is referred as standard Nigerian English. This one is mostly taught at schools and it is socially acceptable and internationally intelligible, even if it has some linguistic differences. On the other hand, the connection of English language with South Africa is a little bit more complicated. South Africa, as Nigeria, was once a British colony, but before that it was a Dutch colony. When the British arrived and took control, they wanted very strongly to instate the English language in the country and mandated the use of it in all official documents. But obviously, the Dutch settlers didn't like this and fought for Dutch to remain. Please note here that Dutch was later modified, but just in the name. It was officially called Afrikaans. With time, English and Afrikaans became official languages, and while English remained more important in aspects like education, Afrikaans had a boom around 1950 with the Bantu Education Act, which reasserted the importance of Afrikaans in daily life and also reinforced the apartheid. For context, the apartheid was a social and political movement. It translates from Africans and it means separateness. And in it, racism was legal thanks to a series of laws and policies, 
including the ban to education act mentioned before. So the opposition to, to these policies led to the Soweto uprising in 1976 and English was starting to be seen as a language of liberation, while Africans as a language of colonial oppression and apartheid. When Nelson Mandela became president in 1994, the apartheid legally finished even though racism didn't disappear. And also Mandela granted official status to nine more languages besides English and Africans. In South Africa, there are also many varieties of English, but the main ones are White South African English, Indian South African English, and Colored and Mixed Races South African English. Even if they are similar, each one has its own linguistic characteristics and difference from Standard English and each other. And the most spoken one is the Black South African English, obviously due to the diverse but majoritary black population of South Africa. As a conclusion, we can say that learning English was at first a detrivializing process, because if one found an African who had mastered the language, that person, almost by definition, ceased to be a full tribesman. However, this wasn't necessarily negative, as English helped to give the African's mind a national dimension. We know that English has adapted itself to become part of the African culture, and it can be both a powerful mean of literary expression and a powerful medium for expression rebellion. But the legal aspect is a little bit more complicated. In one hand, we have those who want their families to be educated in English so they can have better opportunities in the future. But if the government mandated this, it could be charged with setting an elitist agenda and of damaging, undermining and devaluing indigenous languages. What do you think about this situation? Please let us know in our social media. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed and learned a lot. I want to thank Salomon for his time today. And if you have any questions or comments, you can send them to our social media and we will be happy to listen to you. Also, you can ask for Salomon's contact if you need anything more specific, right? Of course, and thank you for inviting me today. I hope you all learned a lot. Once again, this is The Daily Language, collaborating with UPAEP Language Networks. Have a nice weekend and wait for the next episode.